This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, buddy. Thank you, Lucius. Uh, Here he is, our first Rangers guest of the day, the World Series champion. Went on the injured list late in September. Returns to dominate out of the pen in the fall classic. How about one and two-thirds in that iconic game one come from behind victory, 6-5 the final. He held it down until Corey Seager could do the work in the ninth. Three days later, he gave you three innings in a 3-1 win after Scherzer went three innings. He goes three shutout, struck out three, picked up the dub, only allowed one hit, zero walks in one of the finest bullpen performances in Rangers history. And, uh, yes, he did indeed get the win. It's Big Bad John Gray here with you on 105.3 The Fan. Good afternoon to you, sir. How the heck are you? Uh, doing solid. Thanks for having me, guys. Man, I just love reliving that. I, I could just, I could say, though, I could describe that again and again. We're having so much fun with the audio of the World Series. How much is, are you reliving it? A lot. I'm trying not to forget it. I'm trying to hold on to some of those memories, you know, and some of those visuals and all that, uh, even noise and the smell. Like, there's some things you don't want to forget. But, uh, you know, I'm sure there will be a lot I will forget. But, uh, but you know, the good, the, good things will, the good things will always stay there, and I'll always, always have that. What stands out to you the most? Um, probably just how, I mean, I, the, how big the situation is, but how calm I felt. I felt really good about everything. I felt like uh, there, I didn't really feel like there was any pressure. It just felt good. Wow. Uh, I was really surprised at that. I thought there was going to be a lot more to fight. Now, when you when you uh, came off the field in Game Three, you go to the MLB Network set. I'm watching on TV, and you're you're saying I could go tomorrow. It's whatever Boach wants. You were really feeling amazing right then, weren't you? Like, yes. dude, what do you think went into that? Like, how how did that come together at the perfect time for you and, and so many other people on the team? Um, I think just past failures mixed with just sitting around for a month, not really helping, you know, and then okay. and then just seeing the team celebrate, not knowing I really didn't have, any, I didn't really help much at all. So you know, here if, if there is going to be a chance, it's coming. So just be ready for it, be ready to help in any way you can. So be as wow. valuable as possible. Wow, that and 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 how impressed were you with your with your own ability to come out of the pen after being a starter for so long? We we talked about that. Like it's great to have John Gray back. How different is it going to be out of the pen for you? Oh, dude, it was it was a, it was a big shakeup for sure. D- a lot different. Uh, just being ready all game, not really knowing. Hey, uh, are you going to be early in the game or not? You know, are you going to be looking at it, like innings two, three, four? If something happens, or are you going to be late in it? You know, looking in to come get three righties or something like that. But I didn't really know. So, but that that kind of helped too, because like all game long, I, all game long I was locked in. So you know, I just didn't feel like I, I was really out of. Uh, out of character at all just stayed in yeah I I remember listening I think it was to Jonah Heim though it was a post-game interview and he said he knew you were going to be awesome because he'd faced you in simulated games as you were rehabbing and getting ready and he was like man I'm in there and you know trying to get some cuts against him and I knew he was going to be nasty 
did you have have the confidence like your body's totally fresh you're ready to rock when you stepped in there yeah yeah the same that's feeling? for sure yeah and, and i wanted to make sure i threw a bullpen before that i remember throwing a bullpen before that because of the forearm and everything and i really let it eat in the bullpen because i made i wanted to make sure that nothing's going to slow me down like i'm not going to have them call my call my name and then have something else go wrong so yeah uh, i just really wanted to make sure it was good so i mean i yeah when those guys were in the box man i gave them everything i had an incredible journey as we're talking with John Gray here on your Home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers, Zach. Yeah, we actually ran with a report that you were going to start game four. I think it was Bob Nightingale threw that out. So <laughs> you come in for game three, we're looking at each other like, oh, holy crap. What, were you expecting maybe to start for game four? How did that come about? Well, no one told me that. No, none of the coaches told me that. So, you know, it was just something I heard. But, but it was something that I probably would have embraced, too. Like, if I would have gotten an opportunity for that, it would have been sweet. So, um even if they would have asked me after the after I pitched, you know, do you want to start tomorrow? Sure, let's do it. You know, if you can get me in the game and I can help, let me let me in. The adrenaline's flowing, and the adrenaline was flowing for the World Series parade. We talked with you a little bit about this <laughs> off air. Uh, we were all, other than Gavin, of course, pretty completely hammered just right outside these doors. Oh yeah, with a bunch of other screaming, excited Ranger fans. What was parade day like for you? Oh man, I could. I uh, I really uh, underestimated that and underestimated the city and how how excited. You know, everyone was for a win, and um, and it was a, uh, uh, it was like at least five times bigger than what I thought it was going to be for one. So it just immediately just blew my mind. But uh, just I don't know, just seeing how excited everyone was for it, and just hearing stories about you know people growing up in the city and everything, and being here for so long and being so close so many times. But uh, you know, finally getting it done, and uh, man, it was like I I just really underestimated the excitement. It's John Gray here with you on the fan, joined by. Uh, your beautiful wife here at the uh, Rangers Toy Drive. And great story. You guys grew up together. What, what, at what age did you meet? Oh yeah, we were uh, thirteen or fourteen years old around that age, and uh, we were grew up in Oklahoma, a real small town in Chandler. So uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> we were we, we grew up as best friends, so it was. You know, oh, yeah. it made it really easy for us. But uh, yeah, I think that's the secret. We're still best friends. So. Is DFW home now for you? Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, can you guys do it again? I think so. I think we could do it a few more times, actually. Let's go. I think so. I, I really do. I really do. What makes you so confident? Well, <laughs> not only Corey Seager, but, I mean, it's obviously the, the damage <laughs> we can do as an offense, you know, we've got, we've got some guys here for a while. That's awesome. Yeah. But then, uh, I, you know, I, mean, I know we didn't throw well as a bullpen all year, but things really came together, and guys really started to feel roles at the end of the year. So I, I, think, I think we're pretty set up for next you know, a few more years ahead. I agree. For, sure. for next year's championship parade, should we do the double-decker bus situation where we're all clumped up together? Was there any conversations about that amongst you? I think we should, we should definitely add that in. We should do one round individual and then come back as a team and really do it. Oh, yes. Two more rounds. Let's go around. Two more rounds. Two more rounds. Two more rounds. Let's go. All right, I got to ask you, and I told you about this. Our, our boss, Gavin Spittle, he loves the squirrel story yeah. from you back home yeah. in Colorado. For people that don't know about this story with you and the squirrels, how did this come about, and what's the, the story like now? Okay, so we lived in this, we lived in this, uh, in this like, three-story townhome in, in Colorado in this, like, little nice neighborhood. Everyone has dogs. Or, you know, it's really friendly, really friendly neighborhood, but... There was this big tree kind of like in the center of everything and, and, and these squirrels. I mean, there was a huge family of squirrels in there, probably like 15. But they would always end up in our backyard, our neighbor's backyards, and they would run along the fence as I would go to the garage and back from leaving the house. And, like, they would, they, they would harass me and just chatter and make a little noise, you know. So we started feeding them and, and you know, giving them things and here and there. But as we did that, they got friendlier and friendlier. So, 
you know, after a while, if we saw a, a boy squirrel, it was his name was Mr. Squirrel. If we saw you know, a girl squirrel, it was Mrs. Squirrel. So. Is it easy to tell, we, boy or girl? Pretty, pretty surprisingly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. They make it pretty obvious, which is <laughs> helps. We were going through like a bag of birdseed every other day. Like, Ooh, wow. They were yeah, them. they were. They never missed a meal. They were very well, well fed, well fed squirrels. So. Yeah, they got brave too. They were getting close. Yeah. Are you familiar with uh, the TV character Grizzly Adams? The only, the only, I know that from Happy Gilmore, but I don't know the character. Yeah, he, you know, like TV show in the 70s and 80s, Mountain Man. He lived up there. You kind of look like him, and he was a friend to animals. <laughs> like, he had bears and, you know, elk and stuff. With, yeah. You know, he just kind of. I you vibe are, with that, yeah. You, you vibe with that pretty good? Yeah. yeah. He's the kind of man that when you go to, like, animal shelters, people will be like, oh, this, this dog's not, like, friendly with men. And he'll really? go in there, and the Ooh. dog just loves Instantly him. Instantly won over? Him. Yeah, yeah. So The dog whisperer. He definitely has a way with animals. Yeah, you have something in common with Wolchuk with a lot of, lot of pets at the house. Lots. What are we Lots. looking at here? Four dogs, uh, four Yorkies, so little, little bitty things, and uh, three cats. So, it's, it's, I mean, we could film a documentary in that thing if we wanted to. Would you recommend the Yorkie? Oh, for sure, yeah. They're loving. They're, I mean, they'll, 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 give, they'll be the best friend you can have. I think we should do this. We should make the show The Grays. And we'll just follow you guys around. <laughs> this could be a blast. We've got some good content for Let's you. Let's go. For Hell sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll see some. Because they keep us on our toes. So you remember when the dog show whisperer was, the dog whisperer show was big. Do you have skills like that? Like Caesar Milan? Not that. Nah, nah. I got, but I'm, you could be trained to that level. I could you be. you got the yes, natural talent think so. for just like pitching. I think so. I think, I think yeah. dogs trust me. I do. Right on. Yeah. Right on. John Gray here with you on your home of the Rangers, 105 through the fan. So do you know what the ring's going to look like yet? Ooh. No idea, but I mean, if it's... If it's Texas, it's got to be big. Oh, it's going to be big. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm excited. Everything's bigger in Texas. So. Yeah. So I don't think this <laughs> ring will be any different. Man. Well, and I noticed there's, is it, it, you go no wedding ring. You go with the, uh, the wedding ring finger tattoo. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, that's the only way. I mean, I, I, don't, like the, I don't like the feeling of it. You okay. Know, I mean, you got to play, and you can't have it in your glove, and you got to wear a rubber one. So I like that. I like that. It's a good look. And is that, the, is that wifey's initials, or what's that's our, our, uh, our Anniversary date in uh, Roman numerals. So oh, that's cool. Okay. That's cool. Awesome. We actually both got that. But. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, very nice. Definitely got one too. Ooh, that's so. a nice. Yes, yeah. let's go. Very good. Okay, so John, are you a, are you a multiple tattoo having gentleman? For sure. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What's the toughest place you've had the had the tat? Uh, I, I probably the inside of my arm. Like when they got really close to my armpit, it got really sensitive. It was really, mm. and then like the one the chest, like close to your nipple they get close to your nipple it feels like they're on your nipple very sensitive so, but, but not, it feels like it but you got to check and make sure that you know everything's good so <laughs> yeah. i didn't yeah. sign up for a nipple tat just a chest tat no. exactly. i had to check because i swear he was on it so. <laughs> yeah. when does your work start john when uh, are you already working uh are you taking some time off yeah taking a few more weeks off at least uh but uh but that, that's the exciting part i mean when things start to kind of build back up again, you get to start working out again. That's when, you know, things get more fun and and, uh, st- and the season starts to shape up. You know, you kind of understand what you're going to work on, what you're going to change, and you kind of get to attack that. So it gets, it's fun. It's a fun creative part. Yeah. Speaking of creativity, uh, what was the genesis of uh, Hedgie's rear end becoming a huge part of the playoff run and championship <laughs> run? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's too funny. But uh, I, I absolutely loved having him on the team. Uh, oh, my gosh. 
uh, him being here was a blessing. He was, uh, he was so much fun in the dugout. I mean, he kept everybody fired up. Even in the clubhouse, like when no one's watching, I mean, he's just as fired up as, as he is on the edge of the dugout during the game in the, in the biggest moment. So, uh, man. Uh, we want him no, back for sure. I would love to have him back. Key guy. Yes. Locker room yes. guy, right? He is. Clubhouse guy. He is. And that goes a long ways. But are you a better hitter than him? <laughs> Sorry, that was below he, the belt. I hope he doesn't get offended, but I think I, think I definitely have more power because <laughs> – I, as I, I had the power. I had the power. I just can't hit, man. I, just, I don't know. That's crazy. I heard Hedgie swings a big stick. That's he wild. I heard the same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's got some juice. What, 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 what was it like uh, having Scherzer being welcomed into the clubhouse? He seems like one of the most unique personalities in the world. Yeah. Like, was he, he was, he seemed to be enjoying this championship maybe more than anybody. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was like a little kid coming out and celebrating. He really was. Exactly. And the, and the intimidating factor that he has when you meet him, and then all that just goes out the window. Seems right. like a, a little child. Exactly. But that's how, that's how I kind of see him as a, you know, and that's what makes him such a good player. I feel like when he comes to the field and he puts on the uniform, he's like a kid again. You know, it, it's exactly where he wants to be, what he wants to do, and he knows how he wants to go about it, too, and. Uh, man, it's 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 really fun, but yeah, very intimidating. I remember when he first came into the clubhouse. I, you know, I didn't really know what to say or do, but yeah. uh, I just told him I was very happy he was here and hoping I was going to learn something from him. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I did learn some things. So I was, was I was a little good. surprised you guys let him uh, cowboy up on you and take away the country music in the yeah, way. What the hell was up with that? Did you just go with it because he's the Hall of Famer? Just it's who he yeah, is. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really want to say anything, but you know, as long as we had. We had Creed going. We were, we were fine with that. So we had, we had some Creed, so I was yeah. cool with it. So every, everyone got in on the yeah. Creed bandwagon. There wasn't any pushback, like, I don't know about this. There were some guys that didn't sing along, but, you know, everyone, I think everyone was pretty fired up about it. It was badass. Man. We all knew it was a good thing. It yeah. was. Yeah. So cool, dude. Thank you so much for those pitching performances. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here at the Rangers Toy Drive. I suppose we'll see you about here. Lovely meeting you as well, Mrs. Gray. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you at spring training. Awesome. Sounds good. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. There he goes, uh, John Gray, Rangers pitcher, now a Rangers legend for uh, the performance here at uh, the ballpark and then in Arizona as well. Yeah, game one, they're running away with it, and uh, the bullpen did a tremendous job buying time. And then a couple of key hits in the seventh and eighth got runners on and put Corey Seager back in line to get to the dish. Would Leody Tavares walk, and then Simeon got out, and then boom, there it went. Tie game. About an hour later, Adolis Garcia into the stands as well, and the Rangers took game one and never looked back. And there, there it goes, man. The, the goosebumps I'm feeling here at the Globe this afternoon, just as good as um, you know watching the World Series. If you want to. You soak up the atmosphere a little bit. Uh, just get a toy. Come on out to the ballpark. They'll uh, give you a voucher for a, a game to uh, uh, a ticket to a game uh, this upcoming season. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.